Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts. When were the... What school's that? Where's that story? It's Curious City. Where WBEZ answers your questions about Chicago, the region, and its people. Hi, I'm Curious City intern Mark Filipino. Aaron Dozman runs along the lakefront and notices neglected bikes. Rusted. Clearly unused. Their owners are long gone. Aaron wonders... What happens to abandoned bikes around the city, especially ones that are locked up and losing parts? You might think abandoned bikes are just removed and scrapped. They look hopeless, but it turns out dozens of people contribute to bring some of these bikes back to life. Person number one, anybody who reports an abandoned bike to the Chicago Department of Transportation. Person number two, Kathleen Murphy, CDOT's bike parking program coordinator. She investigates the bike. If it's missing several parts and also has spider webs on it and some rust like you can tell it's been sitting out for a while she tags it to warn the owner they can claim the bike but if after a week they don't cdot assigns person number three to clip the bike then cdot hands it off to working bikes a nonprofit on the southwest side inside working bikes has these enormous piles of bicycles some that are taller than me I'm about 5'9", so can you say 7 foot? That's Working Bikes manager Paul Fitzgerald. He says last year they rescued 9,000 bikes, 300 from CDOT. He explains how they assess the bikes. Take this old roadster. The tag's been removed. With the, frame with the bike's the covered in rust. Um, this bike is scrap metal fully at this point. Working Bikes volunteers fix up other bikes. They're for local donations. Going to people living in transitional housing, programs for their refugees, ex-offender reentry, youth programming. Other bikes they sell in the shop. Bike, which is how we keep the lights on here. But Paul says there's a special destination for one kind of bike. Mountain bikes mostly are going to go overseas. That's right. Some of those bikes Aaron sees on Chicago streets, they make it to a different continent. Working Bikes ships thousands of bikes to nonprofit partners in Latin America and Africa. Most of our partners are in rural parts of the world. The luxury of a paved road may not be something that they're riding a bike over. Hence the mountain bikes. And this is where, for example, women in Zambia come in. The Mafue Women's Bike Society repairs and sells these bicycles in its nonprofit shop. The women put proceeds back into the community for, say, clean water or to help orphans. Customers can ride bikes to work or school. The operation employs women like Sharon Zulu, who makes about 80 American dollars a month. I'm taking my children to school. Um, the breadwinner for now, since I started this job. I ask another woman, Walia Sakala, what she thinks about Americans ditching their bikes on the street. If the Americans, they discard the bikes, it's good. They can't be in use, but they are nice. We are happy. Reporting for the story came from me, Mark Filipino. Support comes from the Doris and Howard Conant Fund for Journalism. 
Curious City is supported by the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, offering a Master of Science in Historic Preservation. A two-year program, students are taught archival documentation, building conservation, and architectural history. Students benefit from internships, fieldwork, and community engagement projects. The Master of Science in Historic Preservation program offers unparalleled training in Chicago, the birthplace of modern architecture. Apply by February 1st. Details at saic.edu backslash Curious City. Next time on Curious City, how come Chicago doesn't support residential composting the way New York City does? The question is keeping this vegetarian up at night. I produce a lot of food waste. I was putting it all into the garbage. It was almost something that haunted me because I thought about how much food waste I was disposing of, especially when I juice. The future of Chicago's food scraps. That's next time on WBEZ's Curious City. Before we start the show, we here at Curious City want to let you in on a little-known fact about WBEZ. 89% of all our funding comes from community support, including contributions from curious listeners like you. If this program has changed how you see Chicago, please consider supporting this program at wbez.org slash curious. Thank you. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.